Today is July 31st. The deadline has come and went, and the Yankees played two games versus the Arizona Diamondbacks. Some people call them the D-backs for short. We're going to talk about all of it. We're going to just talk about all of it. Let's do it. Let's talk about all of it. Let's talk Yanks. All right, what's up, everybody? Thank you for stopping by and hanging out with us today. It is Talking Yanks. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I have my co-host and bestest friend, Jake, coming to you from Denver, wearing a plaid shirt with a backwards hat. You look you look somewhat put together. The plaid shirt hides it well, I think. Yeah, so we, we've got a couple things I think we need to lay out there early. We're both exhausted. Um we were kind of we were working the trade deadline. I was I was joking to people, but we were on call. <laughs> uh, got a got a couple laugh out, laughs out of my friends in the medical field because them considering what I do on call uh, was a good jaunt. We're both exhausted. We both just pounded energy drinks. We'll see what level they kick in. I was riding the burns and and literally fell asleep. My dog woke me up, uh, so that's good. So I'm here. Um, yeah, and in- interested to see where we land. I'm I'm so tired that I'm like I got cold. Do you ever get that? Like I I I think that's a part of getting old. I think that's why old people are always so like cold. You just if you're tired enough, you just get cold. That's <laughs> I get I get I-, I get hot when I get tired. So that's that's a new theory I have working uh, there. But yeah, so I was normally just gonna wear my normal Jakey outfit with just you know basketball jersey but i i was like shaking so i had to throw on a flannel so i i'd say the best way i can describe it is i kind of right now the vibe i'm putting off is if emilio estevez and the bad boy in breakfast club had a baby together that's kind of what i'm putting out yeah brenner and uh emilio's character brenner and brenner so <coughs> brenner and brenner. um how, how are you doing jen <coughs> not well no no, I'm not doing well. Um, would have been nice. Twitter part of your gross side a second ago. The uh, Reese's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't plan any of that. Well, right. I, ma- I made a video. My video. My goal for the video, Jake, was going to be like, all right, I got outside. Let's regroup. Right. We were reactionary. Jake and I were live during the deadline, the last half hour. Yeah. It's on YouTube, so you can go watch it. It's probably much more reactionary than what this podcast is going to be, I think. Yeah. So that was the point of the video <clears throat> I was trying to convey. We were super reactionary. Now it's time to be a little more like let's we uh, the thoughts lingered a little longer. We're going to calculate. We're going to go into the podcast, get our thoughts out. And I was said, I'll tweet this out because there's a lot of people that follow on Twitter that don't tune in for the podcast. So I thought like this will get them interested. Right. And then I thought the bang energy joke would be a good 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 like joke like wow he's drinking right. one of those gross things and then i didn't realize that to take a bite of the reese's i was handcuffed i would have to put the whole thing a whole thing in my mouth someone right. screenshotted like the grossest screenshot ever of me yeah. and reposted it and i was like fuck 
And then, yeah, so it was a bad luck. So, yeah, that's, I thought I was regrouped. I'm not. I'm fucking losing yeah. my mind. How, uh, how are we going to do this whole thing? <clears throat> All right, yeah, so I think we got to do trade deadline stuff first. Any new listener, okay. that's what they've come to hear. Not People are here for that, and that's fine. <clears throat> not a recap of the two games versus the Arizona Diamondbacks, which we can do our regular thing, the burns and the awards afterwards. So it might be a little bit of a longer up. Hoping not, because I think I need sleep. It, more how about this? Uh, and 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 over the internet, o- over your earbuds, handshake. If you're just here for the trade talk, maybe try the rest of the show. What what if you like it, huh? Yeah. And if you don't, I mean, blame it on me. That's fine. You can put that blame on Jake. And you can mm. put that blame on Jake. How was, how was Jake to know she was underage at an 18 and older club? They say Jake had made out with a 16 year old at one point in his life. You can put that blame on Jake. And now we've lost every new listener. I, I blew it. Yeah, that's tough. And our, our, we probably lost our past listeners because they're shocked you know an Akon song. But Jimmy, who's a. Uh, I'm who's, so who's, lonely. Okay, now we're definitely <laughs> losing him. Who's, uh, who's bringing us this episode, Jim? Uh, oh. Our most recent patrons are bringing you this episode, and their names are Connor Lydon, Vince yep. Mora, and Vince has been around. I think Connor's been around, too, and Jamie Jarrett, Double J's, a lot of Double J's last Jeez. episode as well. Those are, our me- those are our most recent Patreon subscribers. They get access to the live stream. They can be in the chat with us. Someone just said something. I didn't see it, though. They can watch the video after the fact, see how great my hair looks today, see Jake's outfit if they want. And uh, a chance to win two jerseys each month. Now, the contest for this month, Jake, was choose three Yankees you think will be off the team and three Yankees you think will be on the team. Ooh. And that's null and void. The Yankees lost Joe Harvey and gained uh, Alfredo Garcia. Well, if someone put Joe Harvey, they win. I didn't. I didn't and I'm it's so, not time to go through the answers. We'll figure it out. If someone put Joe Harvey, they win. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's so funny. Stop looking. I see you wanting to look. And I know how you think, so stop looking. We'll do the show and we'll figure it out. Still looking. Okay, cool. Cool. Still looking. I'll just snap. We'll cut this part out. Why are you snapping? Come on. Tell us what. You're doing the bad podcasting. What happened? Tell them what happened. I want to podcast with a partner. That's why I'm here for you. I see those eyes going away. Those eyes aren't even close. (laughs) You're making a big deal of that. Same thing in looking at stats while we talk. The Yankees did nothing. planet. The Yankees, the only trade they did is Joe Harvey, who's on the IL, right? I don't even get it. Like, uh, minor league relief pitchers. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was something to do with getting Joe Harvey off the 40-man and they bring in this kid and he's not on it. Probably something there. We're not actually talking about that. Screw that. Uh, Goodbye, Joe Harvey. Well, for anyone that wants to know the one trade, that was it. Yeah. Um, No, man, uh, nothing happened. Nothing happened, and it's it's still leaking out in front of us. We're hearing different rumors about uh, the Mets were trying to flip Stroman from the Blue Jays and what they asked for, um, you know. And and we just we covered the whole spectrum. It was how many times did we hear about different Yankees taxes from different teams? Um, we have some people that love our prospects, some people that hate our prospects. Um, a deal didn't happen. A deal didn't happen, and uh, it goes back to, uh, and I mean, I, I was telling you the quotes while we were live, and Brian Cashman is, every beat reporter is reeling them off right now. They're saying that they believe in this team they have in-house. And 
there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. Uh, and maybe they do, man. Ba- baseball is an awesome sport. Get get everyone healthy. That that bullpen special. Maybe they fix Paxton. Playoff Tanaka, thirty innings pitched, one five ERA. I mean, the season it, it's not over. I I tweeted that out jokingly just to just to get the fear factor out of people. Um, I I mean, what was kind of a nuke was Houston trading for Zach Greinke. They have. Oh, yeah. Three of the stronger right-handed pitchers in Major League Baseball. I think they are one, two, and five in whip walks and hits per innings pitch, which huge, huge stat. Um, I don't know. Houston geared up, and either way you go about it, whether you're, it's just talent, they they got Grinky, they upgraded. Whether you're a mentality person, like your GM needs to get show that they're all in it and they're bringing in guys to give you the best chance to success. Any way you look at this, the Yankees front office doesn't look great right now. Yeah. All right. So one, Jeremy Marsh won. He was the first person. We had four people say Harvey would leave. Jeremy. Nice. Jer- Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. That's a name that I haven't been able to say since I was a little kid. No. And uh, I, I, I apologize. But you it's won. Okay. Jay Marsh. So congrats. I'm surprised that he. we had four guys say it. Anyway, Jake, here's my thing. This is what I said on the live stream today. Yeah. There's a way. <laughs> it's not looking good. Um, we, we need a lot to change. Here's the things we need to happen to go into a playoff series and be like, hey, we can. I like our pitchers compared to their pitchers. Like, it's never going to be right. we're just as good or better. But like, hey, we got a fighting shot. Here's the things that need to happen. One. Here's the biggest ask of them all. Severino comes back, is healthy, is spread out, is an ace. Okay. That's a huge ask. No, I'll let you go. let's Let's hear your list. That's a huge ask. Yeah. Next ask, Paxton gets his head out of his ass, starts pitching with authority, 98 on the black, starts attacking the zone. His knee is fully healthy. Paxton's like a dude. Yeah. That's a big ask right now in my mind. I think it's yeah. plausible, but still a big ask where we're currently sitting. It, J- James Paxton, in our current situation, James Paxton figuring it out is our, <laughs> is our easiest path to having a decent starting, uh, starting pitcher outside of Tanaka. Let's, let's leave Tanaka outside of this whole boat. No matter where you stand on Tanaka, in his good seasons and his bad seasons, he has a great playoff resume. So let's, let's just, if you're not a Tank fan, get over it. He's been good in the playoffs. You have no reason to believe he won't be at this point. Well, that's my third ask, is that Tanaka, you know, finds his splitter and is playoff Tanaka, which I don't think is a huge ask. I think that that's kind of no. like, I'm not surprised by it. But still, currently we don't have... We're asking for every every starter. Now you can also say uh, Chad Mingo, Chad and Domingo might team up, but that's that's got pitch limit situations going on, innings limit. I mean to say, so that's like something that also has to be figured out. So basically, for us to go into the Yankees to go into the playoffs, and we'd like our starting pitchers in comparison to Houston, we need everybody, every starter to change, to do something different, where you don't have one sitting pretty. Not one. Now, that's not to say 
there was someone we could have grabbed on the deadline for sure. We don't know. But like that's just the truth of it. In comparison, we don't have one guy. Yeah, I'm uh I, I don't know if this is bucking what you're saying, because I, I would love all of those. Jim, if we're being honest, the Yankees are gonna try to do this whole thing differently. Uh, I think the Yankees come playoff times are gonna look to get about three innings out of their starters. Um and I know some people might be shocked by that. Some people might be that's not how you play winning baseball. But, Jim, you, you mentioned Seve, and we'll see where he can get to. Um, man, if, if we could even get him stretched out to 75 pitches before the playoffs, that would be huge. Um, Dellen Betances, where, where does he end up? Can we get him um, in baseball form by the time the playoffs come around? Because, Jim, if you can, and, and let's work backwards, people, let's say you get a ninth inning out of Chappie. Cool. You get an eighth inning out of Britain. Sweet, dude. You get, let's say you get three innings out of Vino and Canely. So now we're at five innings. So it's where's Dylan Batances at? Can we get an inning out of him? I don't know. That would be six. Chad Green. Chad's been pretty good. I know a lot of people don't fully believe in Chad, and I think there is some fairness there. But Chad could potentially go two, three innings. You can essentially get a full game out of this bullpen, and with playoff schedules, you're going to play one back-to-back and have an off day pretty much. So I think the Yanks are going to try to do this whole thing differently. I think they're going to throw a starter out there. I think they throw Tanaka, Paxton, um, Domingo, whoever it may be, um, and, and I think they say, Hey, give it hell. And if you could go five or six, we'll let you. But I, I think that's just where this team at is at. I think they want to look at baseball differently. Um, and Jim, I, there are some wild cards. I know, I know you're not a big believer in this, but who knows? Is Davey Garcia actually a wonderkin? Is that why we didn't move him? Um, does he come up and get a cup, cup of tea? Um, Johnny lasagna. He's getting healthy. Can he provide something in either the bullpen or elsewhere? Um, I, I don't know, but Brian Cashman from the start has said he's in on this whole young crew, and he wasn't willing to compromise it, whether it be Stroman, Robbie Ray, who else. So here we are. I don't think what you says con- said contradicts what I said. Uh, it's just, just along the same lines as they don't want three starters that compete and compare on paper with the Houston's. They want a bullpen attack. I would have guessed they would have got more bullpen help if that was the way they were going to go. Didn't do that either. Uh, This is the quietest Cashman's ever been at a deadline. Last like seven years. There's always a move, Jake, even if it's not a big move. There's always a Lance Berkman, an Ichiro. There's always some, some move. Yeah. Always a move, so it's very different. It's very odd. Yeah, I mean, I think that you're right. If those are the three starters, if those are starters, then they won't ask a lot. But that's because that's the starters we have. It's not like if we had Verlander, Cole, Granky, they would, they wouldn't. We, it's not like they would still pivot to like just give us four innings. We'll go to the bullpen. So that strategy is a product of the starting pitchers we have. Our starting pitchers are not a product of that strategy. I would say. Yeah, and I, I I just think I think the current plan is get everyone in the offense as healthy as you can, get everyone pitching as healthy. I I don't need to say that, but I just did, guys. Um 
And then, yeah, man, I, I think this team is going into, again, think of what about how the Yankees lived their life. That team that won it last year, the Red Sox, man, it was next man up. It was go throw your innings. It was Evaldi. Get out there and kill it. You know, I, I think CeCe Sabathia, he's, if, when we're starting to talk postseason stuff, um, if he looks right and we just need three innings, maybe they throw C. Or maybe CC kind of takes this lefty specialist slash if we need a guy from innings 10 to 13. Who knows, man? I think it's just going to be next man up, whatever the matchup and kind of the analytics dictate, which I know we don't always love sometimes. But it, this is it with the pitching. And it's get Seve and Deli healthy. Um, and maybe you test out Lasagna and Davey to see if they've got something in the tank. But this is it. I'm rooting for Davey now. Give us the old Michael Waka at the back of the pen, the David Price in 2008. I don't think it's going to happen. Little Jabba. Little Jobber. Jabba was a bit different. We like Jabba mania. Um, yeah, and I, I guess this is the other thing, and I, I realize it too. I'll give our big baby David some love. Um, I, I mean, we did trade for Edwin Encarnacion. It wasn't at the deadline. It wasn't necessarily a team need, but he's a guy that's in the middle of our lineup every day, Jim. So, I mean, it's, it's, I, I know we sneeze at it now because we've known that we've wanted and kind of needed pitching all year. Edwin Encarnacion is a piece that we went out and got, and he's in the middle of our lineup every day. So you can't just fully ignore it. It's just not the issue. It's like a completely separate thing. Right. Well, that's... If they traded for Edwin, if they traded for Edwin Encarnacion today, it's not like anyone would be saying, "Okay, good, good, we got our guy." Right. It would still be the very same reaction to the lack of pitching. So that doesn't that doesn't quell or quiet or change anything, in my opinion. It's nice. Well, got they it. They went out and got someone. That was that was kind of your whole speech you just gave a minute ago. Um, and he's, he's a guy that might have the most home runs this decade and has been hitting third or fourth for us every day pretty much. It's nice that we have Edwin, but I don't think it changes the lack of addressing the pitching at all. And the thing is, no. Cash, Cashman said to start the season, he said, I know we're a little light on pitching. That's something we hope to fit, the hope to change. Like, in, like He had quotes like that. Before yeah. the season started, he said, we're light on pitching. That's something we hope to address. Didn't address it. So I think anyone that's mad, you could be mad. Yeah. I think that's totally fair. And this really, I mean, I hate playing this game, Jake. And so, like, I'll just say it. The, the Cole, the Andujar and Clint for Cole deal is right. hyper suspect at this point. I hate playing that game. Yeah. But if you wanted to, fuck, that's pretty hyper suspect. Yeah, and Jim, I, we don't like playing that game. People can go back to Verlander. It's a different situation. That's that's different. That's different because but I, I, I to a degree, to a degree. If you're going to play that game, and that's uh, that's been kind of my last forty eight hours on Twitter is discussing Cashman's recent history with hitters and pitchers and all of it. Um, I I don't know. He he's gone out and he's he's gotten guys. He's gotten. Hap, Sonny Gray, Paxton. Uh, a lot of people would say 0 for 3 on those right now. Ho Hap was, Hap was a good trade. Yeah, hope, well, then you would say the signing of Hap hasn't been good, is what people would say. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think uh, if, if you're interested in more 
trade Shit. deadline deadline stuff. Um, I'll I'll give our talking Hope baseball I didn't plug. Lose Jake and I, I think it truly was interesting that they, with the addition of the extra uh, wild card, yeah. and with moving up to to make this a hard deadline, I think a lot of teams and GMs played Damn. chicken, and I think not a lot, not enough teams won at the deadline. You froze, and I've lost you. Too cold from fatigue. Jakey frozen face. Uh, fuck. I hate when this happens. I don't know how to fix it. Okay, disconnect, reconnect to previous session. Jake, do I have you? Wow, we're back. I did it. I fixed it. Nice, dog. I'm the best. What were you saying? Dude, I, I gave a nice speech. Well, I gave, I gave a little talking baseball plug um, that was do, about the- Do it again. The, uh, dude, you think I remember what I say on this shit? You know, even you have a good brain and you don't remember what you say. Um, I, I don't know. I said something like, go check out Talking Baseball. We'll, I know, we'll but talk- I want to edit all this out so okay. it's like flawless. So just like say it as if you're saying it for the first time. I don't. I wish I remembered, Jim. I would love to say it. Um, you're going to have to listen to it and play off of it. But I said how the, the deadline, the hard deadline being moved up. Um, and I think with the second wild card in baseball now, I think a lot of GMs played chicken and everyone knew that the Yankees were looking for pitching, so they kind of they sat there with their arms crossed and laid a big price, like, we're going to be the one that gets Brian Cashman to pay. And Cashman says, no, I don't really do that. And that's where we landed where we are. And I, I think it is funny, all the different thing that's coming out now. Like, I think Jeff Passan came out with something that was like teams were scared to talk to the Yankees. And I, I don't know. I, I just don't know what to believe because I... I'm a firm believer, and I think it's part of what makes the Mets a terrible organization, is do what's best for your organization. Don't just ignore a team because you're, you're, you're nervous or worried about them. Like, th- that, that's what killed me about the Stroman trade. Um, but that's, that's a whole other topic, talking baseball. Well, no, let's, let's talk about Stroman. Did you see the proposed offer for the Mets to flip them to the Yankees? Florial and Davey? Yeah. What are your yeah. thoughts on that? I would have done that. I I thought you might say that. I'm not even high. On, I'm not even like incredibly high on Stroman, but I just think the message and right. the message and um and like the intensity and that's a dude who wants to be here and the yeah. clubhouse loves him already with CC and everyone. Like that would right. have like lit a fuse. He's had a bad history at Yankee Stadium, so that's bad. And you have him for next season. Florial's flatlined as his development is right now. Uh, not not Florial. Florial's as an expendable as a prospect as they come. Yeah, I think like if he if we did, he didn't get traded this season, I think his 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 value is going to only go down. Um, Hicks is locked up for seven years. Judge is here for a while. Stanton's locked Stanton. up. You got Talkman now for next year. Um, the goat. So, like, I think Florio, like, is expendable. And th- they believe in Garcia. Uh, I, I, I've been wrong about almost everything this trade deadline. 
Yeah, Jim, that's I, I think the bigger thing that you're in on that deal, because there's there's probably a lot of people hitting their steering wheel or, you know, yelling at their computer, talking about how ugly you are and how dumb you are and all that stuff. And it's like, OK, guys, I mean, pull it back a little bit. We're going to find out what this Yankees team really thinks about Davey Garcia soon. Um, if Davey Garcia doesn't get the call to the big leagues this year, I now think that that makes everything that much more of a disappointment. If Davey does get the call, because, um, again, we're, we're just think about what the Mets were quote-unquote trying to do. They shipped off two, and it's, these are from the MLB, so you could do all this stuff about, okay, well, our, their scouts didn't like our guys. What can you do? Okay, well, a group of scouts and a group of people like Davey Garcia and Florial enough, more than the guys the Mets traded to the Blue Jays. So the Mets were trying to upgrade and get some hitters because they don't have any hitters. They've just had pitching for years. Um, for me, I would say, and, and again, who knows? Maybe the Mets put down this firm thing. It's, it's Florial and Davey or bust. I'd like to think you could counter back and be like, We'll give you Florial and Lasagna, or we'll give you Florial, Lasagna, and Tarpley. And I'd like to think you could find a way to do that trade without necessarily giving those two guys, but I don't know, and nobody knows. None of us are in the room. Um, I, I, think what, I think the biggest thing from what you said there, because you're like, yeah, punch that trade. I think you don't punch that trade if you do believe that Davey Garcia can impact the team this year. We'll see. That rarely happens. Jabba's the one time it happened. You like that, though. Yeah, Jabba was lights out. I mean, Davey's going to come up and get big innings ahead of Britton, Adovino, Canely, Chad, Chapman, Batances. That's, and, and, and that's going to serve us better than Stroman? Well, I, I think uh, it depends how you label big innings, right? It's just it's kind of that whole conversation we had. Can well playoff can Davey, innings, playoff can, any playoff inning? Can can Davy Garcia give us a second through fourth inning and make them clean? Because hell yeah, we'll take that. Um, it, it I mean it. There's so many factors involved right now, um, dude. Sessa no. <laughs> yeah, Sessa didn't even tough. get moved. They didn't even move any Rule Five guys. They always he always moves Rule yeah. Five guys for other pieces. It's, um, I, I'm it's I, nuts. I think a lot a lot of GMs out there played a game of chicken, and not a lot of guys cracked. Yeah, it's crazy. Is there anything else we need to do on the trades? Like Granky had a no trade clause, so I saw some people saying like, "How could Cash not get Granky?" We yeah. we uh, I can't even talk on that. Like it sucks that Houston got him, but I mean, behind the scenes they could say, well, he wasn't going to waive his no trade clause to come to us, and we yeah. then that shuts everyone up. Like we have no idea um, if the packages wasn't wasn't enough, if they just wouldn't, if Granky wouldn't waive it. Uh, you know, we have no idea. But uh, I wonder if Cash knew they were going to get Granky, and if he if he knew, like if he had some birdies in the sky telling him that, whispering that in his ear. If he knew, you know, what, how much does that change? Or did he know? And he still didn't, didn't change. I wonder. Yeah. And I, I think Jim, I was, I was trying to give myself a pat on the back for a tweet, but I think you and I were in lockstep on this, that I, I think the little birdies, you know, not to, not to go two thrones, but 
the little birdies were just as important this trade deadline because you and I were pretty adamant that, I mean, if Houston was going to add someone, you better add someone, or more importantly, stop Houston from adding someone. Again, maybe Grinky was a whole wrench in that thing because he maybe he was never an option for New York. And, I mean, it, it does start getting into the prospects. They did end up giving a pretty good prospect package. I think Houston gave up their third, fourth, fifth, and uh, like their 23rd prospect in their organization. So they gave up three big prospects, um, which the Yankees would have been willing to do, but then it starts spinning into, did did they like the Yankees prospect? And, and could this have even been an option? And it doesn't even seem like it, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I'm drained, man. Yeah. We got to talk about Clint. Clint Stang. Yeah, your he, guy. He just tweeted his uh, Toy Story tweet to celebrate it. Woody nice. coming out of the box, which is a great, great gif. Yeah. Um, I don't know where this leaves Clint. Because they tried to move Clint. Yeah. Until... Until Brian Cashman or Jack Curry or Hoke tell me otherwise, I think they definitely tried to move Clint. They're not going to tell you otherwise. Because <laughs> they did. The Yankees tried to yeah. trade Clint. They definitely tried to trade Clint. I think his value is lower than what Yankee fans think. I think it was lower than what I thought, to be honest. Yeah. I think if they could have found a match for Clint, they would have done it. They've they've insulted Clint along the way, and Clint's been bad with the media, and he's had his problems behind the scenes. But the Yankees haven't insulted him along the way, and uh, they've they've brought up. I mean, they brought up Talkman over him, which is the right move because Talkman can play defense, and he's now hitting like crazy. Right. Then they brought Mike Ford up for a little bit, which was a weird yeah. move. I still don't like. You could have made sense of it. You did make sense of it a little bit, and I I was like, okay, I'll, I'll that's maybe that's okay. Tyler Wade comes up. Brysick Valera comes up over Clint. Like my guy. He's Clint's gonna play now. I mean, he has to, right? Like now that he's not being traded, they have to bring him up to be a bat, especially with Voigt down for maybe six weeks. We'll get into that. Yeah. Clint has to be back up on this team as a hitter. You have to play Edwin at first, majority of the time. I mean, it's a, if, that, if that doesn't happen, then I have no idea what's going on with Clint. I think they were keeping him down to try and trade him, maybe save some service time or something, but uh, he has to come up. And it, you, you cross a point. Um, you know, I did, I, you know, sometimes I play the devil's advocate just not for show purposes, but just because the thought processes are out there. And you're right. When Mike Ford got called up, we kind of ne- could have used the first baseman and he was raking at AAA. Bravik Valera and Tyler Wade. I don't have much of an argument for Jim. Um, I, I know the the Yankees like Bravik. They went out and got him, and I think he's got a lot of the hard hit rate and stuff the Yankees have been looking for in, in these hitters. They try to, sh- try to salvage, excuse me. I mean, Clint Frazier, man. I, I, I think the only thing where I, I, I want to slow you down is that Edwin can't play first base every day. He hasn't done that in like a decade. Yeah, so but I mean, DJ way, can spell him 
But then, yeah, you you have DJ play first base half the time, and then you have, I mean, Gio Urshela. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome to the show, kid. Uh, you're awesome. Thanks. What a play by him today. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, you have Clint. You have Clint on this team because he's one of the best hitters available. One of the best players. I think that's the difference, Jim. Clint has been one of the best hitters available to this team. He hasn't been one of the best players. Like I, I think people would still be shocked to hear that Mike Talkman is a better player than Clint. Mike Talkman has like the second highest batting average in baseball since May first. Mike Talk and he plays all three outfield positions well. Mike Talkman has been a very good baseball player. Joe, just to, uh, I'll, I'll make myself sound like a mean person. Sure. Anyone that doesn't know that Talkman is better than Clint right now doesn't watch the games. They just like Clint on Instagram because of his sneakers. Right. Because... Which I mean... If slag. you watch game every day, you'd really be blinded to, to, to not know that. Right now, currently. Yeah. And, and now, I think, again, when you start getting into Tyler Wade's and Bravik Valeras, and we... You know, think about the different things you and I were just mumbling to ourselves like, oh, okay, are they displaying Tyler Wade for two days? Like, what's happening? Clint has left the one of the get one of the best hitters on this team and should be up to now he's one of the best players when you factor in all the injuries and everything that's going on. Uh, he should be up on this team. And man, uh, again, and I think this is where people get misconstrued. Like, if if Clint comes up, I'm going to be rooting my ass off for that dude. And I, I hope he redeems himself. I hope he goes double middle fingers to everyone around the league that didn't want him. I hope he goes double middle fingers for to Cash, who was trying to, trying to trade him. Because the dude can be a special hitter. I hope he just kind of like quiets down and plays well. Oh, no. Because the, 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 double, the double middle fingers are kind of wise down right now. Double birds, media. I lean into it at this point. Like, there's no coming back. So, might as well lean into it, rake for half a year, and then get traded. <laughs> I mean, if he comes up, I hope he goes off. I root for guys yeah. in pinstripes. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else we need to go over? Uh, you mentioned the void injury. That's pretty important. Yeah. So, injury updates now. We'll move on from trade. Void. Did they announce anything else? Did we get the response? It was either like he's day to day or he's going to be out for six week six six weeks with surgery. I don't know. Uh, I didn't. I was busy losing yeah, my damn mind. Yeah, sports hernia. I, I I don't. I didn't see anything. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. They said it was going to be out in a little bit. That it's either going to be day to day or six weeks. So. Let me uh, peruse Hoax timeline real quick to see if we got an update. Check it out. Because if it's six weeks, that's brutal. Hoax retweeted Clint. That's funny. Um, I don't know. It doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like we got anything. Wade came up. That's something. Uh, DJ should play on Friday. They said he was available yeah. off the bench. When I when you saw the two off days and the two games versus Arizona in between, I was like, they're not gonna play DJ any of these days. It's so funny that DJ, the last time DJ was really banged up, was the same thing. 
the two games yeah. in Arizona and two off days around it, and he didn't start either day. Same exact thing. It's fucking weird. Yeah. It's like he's allergic yeah, to the, the Diamondbacks. The the two were if, if you follow the seasons closely, if you look back at the two Diamondback series, it's just kind of like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, two two game sets sandwiched by off days, but uh, yeah, I, I and Jim, we're we're starting to get pretty decent at being able to decipher th- through things. Sounds like DJ LeMahieu is actually ready to play, um, and not not that they were just kind of blowing smoke like, oh, tell him that he's available off the bench. It, if this was if this if the Red Sox series started today, I think DJ LeMahieu plays. I agree with that, um, Gardner. Can come off the IL. I don't know when that is. Is that for the Red Sox? Has to be, right? He didn't yeah, play. Yeah, because it was five days tr- backlogged, right? Yeah, yeah, he didn't play in the Twins game. So maybe Gardner will be back as well. CC should come off. And David Hale goes on to the IL for something. Is it spine something? Spine froze. Spine froze. All that hail. Hailstorm. Hailstorm. All right, let's get into this series then, Jake. How about it? Let's get into the series then. How about it? How about it? Our new segment. Our new segment called Jakey Burns. Oh, I thought we were calling it Let's Get Into the Series. How about it? Yeah, that's the that's the over that's the umbrella. Is umbrella the, segment. Gotcha. Let's get into the series. How about it? And then the little umbrella. They're like Chinese doll umbrellas. The next umbrella is Jakey Burns. Okay. Cool. Cool. How about that? Cool, cool, cool. All right, game one versus the Diamondbacks. Back in the Bronx, excited, playing baseball. On your mark, get set, burn, Jakey Burn. The Yankees looking for some quality out of Jay Happ, hosting the Diamondbacks and Taylor Clark Griswold for a two-game vacation to the Bronx. The D-backs would snake out a 3-0 lead after giving up one in the first and two in the fourth. But that would be all Hap would give up, Jimmer. Six innings pitch, three earned. By definition, a quality start. We'll get to that later. Meanwhile, bottom six, the pinstripe parrot. E squared, Edwin Encarnacion with the RBI double. 3-1 Zona until they answer right back with Carson Regis and Kelly. Solo shot, old friend and doppelganger of the program. Tyler Dwayne Wade hits one to South Beach, but Jim... That would be it for the Yanks. They would not have enough fortitude to win this one as they lose fortitude. 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 Hap actually looked good, decent. Six innings pitched, three earned runs. Like From what we've been getting from starting pitchers and what we've been getting from Hap, give us a quality start all day, Happer. Happer. Offense did nothing for you. It, it was the first quality start in what? It was like nine starts or something like that, or, or ten? I, I'm blanking on the number. Um, but it was the Yanks' first technically quality start for a while. And by the way, if if you're one of the people online who, if if we tweet out Hap has a quality start, and you come back, oh, four or five ERA this start, real quality, then you're just lost. Then don't, don't bother. Uh, save the breath a little bit. Um, cause that's just how it's written up in the rules, man. Um, Hap, yeah, he, he was okay. Eight hits, uh, only two strikeouts. The one home run was a true cheapie. It was like a line drive double to the short porch that, that scraped it and got over. 
Hap did his job. This this was just kind of a dead game. I, I think you and I were talking, whether it's that pregame show or we were talking after, but it it felt dead. It felt all eyes were on the trade deadline. At, since the Boston series ended, all eyes were on the trade deadline, and that first game felt like everyone's eyes were still on it. Yeah. Voight getting hurt. Gio had to play first. Wade comes in. Wade hits a home run. You think Cashman just made calls right away? How about Wade? Oh, yes. Just went deep. Swinging a hot bat of late. I think he did a, I think he did a John Boy. Where you, I think he, he called. He was calling around GMs. And at, he hung up every phone call with, all right, Tyler Wade hits a homer today. You got to do the deal. All right, see ya. <laughs> yeah, a little fake bet at the end. So, so then he followed up with every GM, and they, they laughed. That's at called him. a John Boy? Uh, yeah, a fake, a fake kind of rude bet, yeah. I do that a lot. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that you knew about it. I'm living it. I didn't know you knew about it. Living in fear of that bet. Living in fear of that skunk. All right. Are we shaving that beard yet? How many reviews are we at? I'll bring that up. Trying to have Guys, a- leave a review. We're really close. I'm trying to have a good, positive episode. Don't bring that up. I'm having a blast, baby. The fuck, dude? It's already a bad hair day for me. You don't need to bring up anything. We are 30 reviews away, people. Don't worry about it, Jake. <laughs> I thought... I thought you were gonna. I thought that was gonna be one of the first times in podcast history that someone said, "Don't leave a review." Just wait it out till you know what. If you leave a review now, it's kind of like jinxing it. Wait till after the season. No, guys, thirty away, shaving John Boy's beard, putting it on me. I might like it. I might keep it. You're gonna. You're gonna be. It's like that jackass two skit where they shave their pubes and tape it to the guy's face. Except it's my beard taped to your face. Right. Are you picturing tape or glue or what? Some sort of adhesive, not tape. I wasn't picturing Honey? tape. No, but you have to go to a game with my beard on your face. No, see, that's the John Boy fake Cashman bet at the end there. That was part that's of the original you... bet. No, it wasn't. That's exactly... That's, I'm so happy we just talked about the fake John Boy throwing bets. Because, check the tape. I, I behoove you. You've been trying to throw that in from the start... After the bet was already made. I'll check the Please tape. Please go check it out. I'll check I'll, the tape. I'll, I'll triple down on anything, because I can promise you I'll check the, the whole tape. time. I'll check the tape. Ch- check the tape. I'll man. check the tape. Go check that tape. Yeah, I'm checking it. As soon as Give we're... me that beard. 30 reviews, people. The hell? I'm trying to talk about Boone refusing to go to good bullpen, guys, down two runs. Brings in Sessa. He he does yeah. gives up a run. Now it's a three-run game and gives up another. Now it's a f- no, now it's a three-run game. And it's like, dude, Boone. You know what I found, Jake? I was trying to find tweets about from last year when I was so upset about how Boone does this. And I found this right. tweet, and it still rings true, Jake. Boone says, you know, we need to find some more dog in us or something like that. You know, yeah, that was like a quote he had. You find some more like heart, and then case also of the up dogs. What's that? He's got a case of the up dogs. Yeah, and then in the same post game, he said, he said, uh, if it was a one run game, I would have went to the bigger yeah. guys. And I tweeted out the gift from Remember the Titans. Uh, attitude reflects leadership, coach. Right. 
and it's getting to the same thing. If a two-run lead, if our offense isn't good enough for you to think a two-run lead's worth holding, what message does that send? Especially yeah. with an off day, Tanaka the next day, a rested pen, and then an off day. It's a two-game set sandwiched by off days. Why do we need to go to Sessa, who's so bad he should be traded, but he's been good of late, kind of, but he's still damaged the lead. Like, I don't know. It's just such a bad message. Yeah, Jim, that there's a couple things here that uh, the box score doesn't tell you, and I guess that's why we should be doing the podcast. Um, so the Yankees, it goes from 3-0 to 3-1. Sessa comes in. And they had Canely or one of the big guys warming up in case they did make it a one-run game. They don't, and they go to Sessa. First pitch. Um, or, or maybe it wasn't first pitch. It was definitely first batter. Guy goes yard. So the run you just got back, you just spit back yes, up. Yes, it was right after some momentum. It wasn't even yeah. just like a two-run dead game. Like We had just given it some life. Yeah. Uh, so that that was really crushing. And Jim, I think that's the ironic part because people definitely want to be mad at Hap um, because his start wasn't great, but it was it should be good enough for this Yankee team. And Aaron Judge said that after the game. Jim, Sessa gives up that first home run to just quelch all the momentum. Is that a word? Um, yeah. Jim, Sessa's been secretly good. It's it's his last twenty two innings. 21 strikeouts, a 1-2-3 ERA, uh, which is insane, but also it's still Luis Sessa, and like we're not having our hearts broken by him again because rules yeah. are rules. He's so he's so good, he got an award from me last week. Yeah. Don't you remember? Yeah, it was a rude award. It wasn't rude. It was like the You're Same So thing. Good award. I think it was the You're So Good award. You think it was? No, that's a, that's a lie. I know I that like it wasn't. Lie. I'm trying to find out what the award was. I feel like a John Boy lie. Um, it was the thief. He stole all our starting pitcher's powers. <laughs> <laughs> and we yeah, were no, supposed an... to trade him to another team, and he was going to steal their powers. What bullshit. Man, I, I can't tell you how many bets I would have lost at this point of different times where I thought Louis Sessa would be off the team. And here he is, somewhat twirling it to the point he might make a postseason roster, and if I see him, if I see Luis Sessa in a postseason baseball game, Jim, ran out of words. You'll uh, you'll pierce your ear with whatever I give you. Don't <laughs> definitely not that. I was just gonna give you a banana. Okay, that'd be awful. Imagine trying to pierce your ear with a banana. Okay, well, I'd lose get, weeks. Now you're getting a shark's tooth. That'd be kind of badass. Yeah, I'll cool. think about it. That'd be cool. Better than the time when you Not kiss your dog's butthole. Okay. Anyway, game one sucked. Lifeless. Judge looks bad. Voight got hurt. Pitching was stupid. Yeah. Didn't bring in good bullpen, even though they were available. All right, Jake, let's move on to game two. Burn, game. Jakey, burn. Game two. game two. Trade deadline day. Yeah. Matha, Hero, Tanaka on the bump. Spoiler. Spoiler. On your mark, get set, burn. Game two, a smash mouth game between a couple of all-stars. Masahiro Tanaka versus Zach Grinky as the trade deadline approach. 
But Jim, top two, Mike says, I'll give you something to talk about. Early 2 nothing lead for the Bombers after Mikey T goes oppo taco. Hashtag better than Clint. But Tanaka would become snake bitten by pitch count and walks. And a costly Hicks error. Jim, just like that, it's 3-2 D-back as the trade deadline passed and help was not on the way. One man went Greg Jennings and put the team on his back. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Two run home, two run home or two left. The D-backs lost the lead. 4-3 Yanks. Didi, Glaber, and Hema, what's up? Let's ride. All right. Cameron, Mabin with the Geico runs, and they needed them, Jim, because Nestor and Chappie get a little sloppy. But Tanaka to Chad to Canely to Vino to Britton to Cortez Jr. to Chapman. Yanks win 7-5 and split the two-game set. Rain delay. Rain delay. Are we are we three and zero in rain del- coming being this? Uh, this is definitely the second game where we were down. Rain delay right. happens. We win afterwards. But I, I feel think like there we might ha- be a third. I think there's a rain delay loss, and there was the rain, the one that just got rained out loss. So that kind of ruins Dude, rain. That for us. game pisses yeah. me off. I know we you had, didn't realize it at the time, and then I like told you again, and you were like, "Wait, we had three at bats versus the White Sox." It's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, that was bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. You seen my sandal? <laughs> I'm all the snow. Uh, no, Jeremy, I can't sell you weed because <laughs> I'm at my fucking job. Good flick, huh? Yeah, good movie. Uh, Romine, nice yeah, home run. Big, low key, big dude. Low key, dude. big. We were live on the on the YouTube's when it happened. Tanaka's starts interesting for me, Jake, and everyone is up in arms because everyone was angry about everything today. I believe, yeah, and this is it's, you can't really judge games this way, so it's a little hard. Tanaka looked pretty good for a little bit. Then he ran into trouble in the third inning. Okay, well, that doesn't make sense. He, his, his, I should say this. His splitter looked good. He still ran into some trouble. Got out of it. Nice help. Nice play by Gio. If the Yankees had more runs on the board, he would have finished that fifth inning, ended with five innings pitch, two earned runs. But because it was only 2 nothing game, but you have to pitch to the game at hand, and I get that. I have no qualms with Boone taking him out at all. No qualms. Yeah, and I, you know, that's the optimist view. I mean, he's also one bad splitter slider away from it, from giving up a three-run homer. So it's, uh, I don't know. It's it's tough. You kind of you did have to go to Chad Green. It was a two-run game. Like this was a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Um, people, I I tweeted out, um, because Tanaka was so angry and I loved it. Um, but. When they gave up the lead, I tweeted out that Tanaka was going to kill he was going to kill Boone, Chad and Hicks. And someone replied and they were like, "Why why should he be mad at anyone? He got pulled in the 4th." And I'm like, "Well, Masahiro Tanaka, it's not like he looked to the sideline and was like, "Pull me." Masahiro Tanaka is a guy that's been through a lot of games that's saying, "I haven't given up an earned run and I'm on pitch 82. Like let me live." Thank mm-hmm. you. Um so I I don't know. It's uh man, I mean we knew and 
were watching it live. You knew the Romine homer was big. I was mad because you were 10 seconds ahead of me, so it kind of ruined it for me. But, dude, imagine if Romine doesn't hit that homer, what we're doing right now. Yeah. Sad. Holy smokes. Pretty sad, huh, if he doesn't? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Live sad. You're not that sad. Oh, I think you'd be surprised. You know how much I love some of my Robin Williams quotes. Clean inning from Otto. Clean inning from Otto. Clean inning from Britain as well. Then they get some extra insurance runs, which was awesome to see. And yeah. uh, Chapman's up, and I was uh, you. You left the live stream, but I was still going live talking with the chat. And they bring they they get four runs, and I'm like, "Don't sit down, Chapman. Like, yeah. don't don't do it. He's he's fully warmed up. He's done his process, which is so key to these relievers. Their process and their routine." And they sit him down and they bring in Nestor. And I said on the live stream, Nestor's going to make this a save situation immediately. And then we're going to have to bring in Chapman, who just sat down after warming up. Now it's a save situation. Like, well, just don't do it. Don't mess with it. There's yeah. an off day tomorrow. And they do it. And and uh, Nestor gives up a home run. Now Chapman has to come in. He doesn't have, he's like a, in a weird place in his warm-ups because he sat down and he gets back up without throwing... It's like a mess. Why do they do that? I I, I know the answer is like, they want to have faith in Nestor, Baba. Just fucking pitch Chapman. Yeah, and I, I think, again, we've kind of come a long way from it. And I guess it's we've kind of been blinded by how bad the starting pitching's been. But uh, the factor that goes with the starting pitching being bad is that the relief pitching gets overused. And I, I know we were a little concerned about the re- relief pitching getting overused. So I think... When they look at a big stretch like that, if they can push it, uh, they want to. Yeah, I mean, pretty laughable, though. I mean, if Nestor comes in and gives up a solo homer, if you're if you're willing to go to Chapman after that, then yeah, I mean, cut out the middleman. Like, that's that's not fun for anyone. That's kind of, that's super embarrassing for Nestor. Not that, I mean, that's, that's the biggest cause that the Yankee season is going for right now. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think even when it was four, Especially because Chapman's kind of working through some stuff. You know, maybe give him a clean inning in a four-run game. That doesn't sound like a bad thing. Right? Yeah. And then, I mean, he he gets through it fine, which is good. I mean, he gave good up a run, fine. but he gets the save, so I don't really care. You know, that's I guess how I'm trying to say yeah. that. But uh, they win. Talkman hits a home run off Granky, Jake. And you know what? Maybe that happens in the ALCS. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, um, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, Mikey T. Was that his first oppo opposite field homer? Gotta be, right? Gotta be. It was a good at bat, too, because he was down. He yeah. was had a 3-1 pitch. He got that fastball on the outside, and he put good swing on it, but it went foul. And you could see him kind of like looking like, okay. And then and then he gets a curveball high. Which he just takes it out of the ump's hands, which I love, which is something Voight and yeah. Judge haven't been doing. Because I think it was ball four, but it was riding the top line and coming down. And he yeah. just went Gardner with it. Like, no, I'll, I'll make up my mind on how this at-bat ends. Fouls it back. And then he gets that fastball in the same spot, outside fastball, goes oppo with it. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, he... Uh... Uh, we'll just repeat it from earlier. If, if you don't know Mike Talkman's playing good baseball, like 
I don't know if you're in the stats. I don't know if you're in the eye test or whatever you need to see, but he's doing all of it. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Are you ready to move on? I think so. To awards. 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 I get to go first. And the first award yeah. that we give out here on Talking Yanks is Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. My pride of the Yankees, Jake, in this two-game set, and I don't know yeah. the stats. Usually we have the series stats in front of us. I do not mm-hmm. know them. My yep. pride of the Yankees is Mike Tockman. Wow, okay. Home run off Granky, which I'm now going to hang on to since he's an Astro forever. When we right. get there, I'm gonna, well, Granky's, uh, Talkman's the Granky killer. Yeah. So I'm going to hang on to that. Gets us started. Early lead. Clutch. Need that. Then, Romine's home run, Jake, who was on base. Yeah. It was Mike Talkman. Nobody knows for sure. Oh. Yeah, it was Mike Talkman. Some people might have known. He's, he's, he's hitting really well. What'd you say? Highest batting average since May? Out of I think he's in the, the history second of the highest, second highest batting average since May of anybody in Major League Baseball. I believe. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Do an impression of your dog. We've come a long way from that, all right? <laughs> all right, losing my mind. Who's your pride of the Yankees? Losing my sight, losing my mind. Uh, total miss. I, I had Talkman on deck for, uh, well, I had it was between him and another guy because you missed the obvious one. It's Austin Romine. We just talked about this. Um, Gary Sanchez is hurt, Jimmy. I don't know if you knew that. Um, Physically or emotional? You, just trying to keep you in the loop. Um, Jimmy, coming into today's game, Austin Romine was hitting 429 with a 433 on base and a 1 dot 04 OPS in the month of July. He hits a homer today, his second home run of the month. And Jim, we just covered it. Um there's some nasty mental avenues you could go down with the trade talks and everything that went down. If Austin Romine doesn't hit that home run, and we get swept in our four games with the Diamondbacks this year, and we didn't get anyone at the trade deadline, what would we be saying right now? I, I, if, if that happened, I honestly think we'd be doing like a deep dive into Davey Garcia's minor league season. And I, I, I think that would be your nightmare, but you'd also get excited about it. You'd find out about his pitches and stuff, and you'd be like, okay, sounds kind of cool, all right. You got some hard balls, softballs. Yeah, he's okay. He's got the mix. Throws him inside, outside, up, down. In, inside, outside, up, down, up, down. Oh, Happer. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm giving it to Romine. Him and, uh, him and Higgy have been splitting, splitting and hitting. Whoa. Whoa. You like, you like that, Jim? Nah. Um, nah. Five out of ten. Okay, that's fair. Um, so I'm gi- I'm giving it to Romine. Uh, big homer, man. Couple you think, big homers. You think this is Romine's <laughs> first pride of the Yankees this season? His last two. Yeah. He, sale. He, he caught sale, sale for his longest home run ever, 
in a Not game sales, that almost. if we if we if we didn't win um, again would have been nightmarish. And he comes back and he hits the go ahead home run this game. So no, this isn't Romine's first pride. You don't think it's his first pride? No, probably. All right. Well, back in the Red Sox series, way back, you gave him the motherfucker, and then the next series versus the Royals, you gave him the pride. You like that That's shit? I do. Uh, he also got the introvert extrovert award once from you. Right. Then he got the ASAP Rocky oh, award boy. from you. Wow, you've given him you gave Romine his first four awards. Wow. Then you Losing gave him, him awards. Then you gave him here's Johnny award. Yep. Then you gave him at the Aaron Rodgers award. Yep. Then you gave him I gave him pride last week. Wow, Austin Romine won pride two weeks in a row. Dude, that's what I thought that was going to be the joke this whole time that he won back to back prides, but no, you just you went through all the awards. Yeah, man, he hit hit the huge home run off sale and then he hits this one today. Congrats. Thank you. No, not congrats. Thank you, Austin. Thank you, Austin. Thank you. Okay, who is my Yankee motherfucker? You Yankee motherfucker. This is a bummer cuz it's also back to back, but it's Judge and I'm gonna Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this River Ave Blues. I don't know who was running the Twitter account at the time. They said oh. he is the last of my concerns, and I am gonna double down. I am not worried about Aaron Judge. I just like right. the slump to end soon. And that's all I have to say about I, that. I'm team slump ends. Um, he he ended today's game with a, a hit, and he turned on it. He turned on it to left. Yeah, ripped um, the bloop single. No, it's a nice hit. I said had some I think it was over a hundred off the bat. I've seen better hits uh from you hitting that oh, no. bong. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, bro. Um you and I don't agree on the oblique stuff. I don't know if we want to talk about it or not. I mean I'm good, but I don't know. He's got an oblique injury. We were told he wouldn't be right this season. I don't think he's right. I I think he's right enough that like he can still swing and turn on balls. You know what I'm saying though. Like if if he was hurting so badly that he couldn't turn pitches, turn on pitches, he wouldn't be playing. You know. Well, that's what I think's happening. I think he's. I think it's just more of like a mental mindset. Like, hey, let's not test the limits here, and like let's it's tender. Let's do okay. what. Let's do what I can. I mean, he's still got a 400 on base percentage, 900 OPS since he came yeah. back from the DL not really maxing out the oblique on that power swing to left. So if like you can do that without doing it, that's why I don't get why people are up in arms. The dude has a 400 on base percentage and a 900 OPS right. since returning from the injured list. And, and he hasn't, and he hasn't pulled balls, but guess what? While not pulling balls, he has a 400 OPS on base percentage and a 900 OPS. Like why are people up in arms? I know he's slumping right now. Be, we can be we can be upset about that, but to make this pulling a big, it's not hindering him. It's not hindering his stats. Yeah, and that's uh, that's been my only problem. And I I brought it up through the Red Sox series because I what he is doing right now. I mean, just didn't play at Fenway, and then it seemed like a mental thing. Um, so I mean, that was kind of my thing about it. But yeah, he was he was playing great up up until the start of the Fenway series. Hopefully, the single at the end of this does break him out. Um, yeah, and he's, he's still hitting the ball crazy hard. He's just not hitting fly balls. So I don't know, maybe it's baseball Susan. Maybe it is the oblique. Maybe it's, maybe it's something cool that I I don't even know about, but, um, yeah. Okay. 
So you're doubling down on Aaron Judge as Yankee MFer. You gave it to him last last week. I'm wow. giving it to him this week. This episode. I, I thought you guys were buddies, man. Dude, Judge understands. Kind of messed up. I'll text him right now. Like Judge definitely wants the most Yankee MFer awards. Yeah, because that way he can just say, Oh, dude, Romine, yeah, we wouldn't be here without him. You have yeah. me in front of Valera, dude? You don't even know what he did for the clubhouse. Dude, without Austin Romine, you do not know. This team would be last place. Yeah. We're last place team without Austin Romine. Who got your damn boots? I love them boots. Um, Jim, my Yankee MFer, I'm going Band-Aid mode. Uh, two games, tough. I'm going Hicksy. He, he goes 0 for 8, four strikeouts. Your best um, friend. Yeah, I know, and I'm like we're we're basically family now. He also he threw that ball away, dude. He tried to do a Jakey Sly move. He tried to do a little no look job. He tries Didn't to do work. that uh, a couple of times. He's tried that a bunch. Yeah, and it's uh it's not a great move. I'll be honest with you. Um, just angle the body and use your arm because it's anything good. that's part of your repertoire, no good. Should not. Yes, that Jimmy. That is such a good example. Yeah. Whether any sport it comes to, if an athlete is doing what I try to do on the court, something's gone horribly wrong. Although Nestor's been field. chucking. Yeah, minus that, because, I mean, that's uh, creativity and sexuality. Whenever you bust out the middle of your forehead mohawk, you know you're gone. What are you talking about? Whenever you, you only bust that out if you're like wonky. This is Katie's favorite look of mine. I, I mean, I don't blame her. Yeah, it's good. Kind of splits up my head nice. All right, so we're moving on to regular old awards. Let's move on to the regular old awards. Roa. Roa. My first award, Jake, is the... Mm. Okay. <laughs> I froze up. Froze. I told him. Not technical difficulties. That was a literal human freeze <laughs> after after he just tried to defend huh. not going wonky after doing his hair like that. We've lost him. <laughs> I totally my brain totally froze up. Just I stopped. Oh, uh, okay. You could see the gear. You could see the gears in the watch just stop moving. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming oh, no. of the Lord. Award. Okay. <laughs> All right. Classic award. A very traditional award. I don't. This might be the not the first time it's been given out. No. Okay. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Lord. Award goes to Lord. Alfredo Garcia. <laughs> Our savior. Big acquisition. Our hero. You have to tweet at him, you know. The trade line acquisition of the century. And I liked Joe Harvey and his drunk dad. Right. As a fan of them. You have to tweet at Alfredo and tell me he won an award. <laughs> okay. Do you think he's got a Twitter? He better. Well. 
Maybe I'll send him this clip, but then I'll see my haircut and I'll be like, I don't know. So, so talk to us a little bit about Alfredo. Why, why did he get this award? Uh, did you hear the name of the award? Or the award? What do you like about his game? Hey, he tries so hard. Tries so hard out there. Yeah, yeah. Alfredo 100% Garcia. Alfredo, they call him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They call him uh, Olive Garden. Right. Because the Alfredo, never-ending never Alfredo. And sometimes they call them breadsticks. That's the playoff, the Olive Garden thing. It's just anything Olive Garden basically links back to our guy. Yeah, so Alfredo Garcia is 19 years old in A-ball. <laughs> Did you know all this? I didn't know that. <laughs> kind of. Uh Boise, okay. He's from uh, Venezuela, so he's best friends with Glaber. And that's not a rude thing to say that everyone from Venezuela knows each other and is best friends, so don't even try to call me out on that. Jake, what's your next award? Can you save this, please? And just, let's move on. Yeah, let's uh let, let's keep it moving then. Um I'm gonna give the bronze award. Wow. Jeez, weak. The different aspects of your hair this episode are unbelievable. Well, Patreons only. Those are the perks. Yeah. If you, if this doesn't get you to sign up. I'm not even going to let you guess. It's going to Gio Urshela. Um, Jimmy, he talk about, I talked about how big the Romine Homer was. Let me guess if, real quick. G Bronze is a type of metal. Uh, awards are made out of metal, glove, gold glove, but he's not a gold glove. He's one step below. Base is Bronze loaded. Glove. Yeah. Base is loaded. In uh, tank, Tanaka gives up a, a hot shot down the line to Timmy Lo Castro from upstate New York. Uh, if Urshela's not there and a lot of top-tier third basemen aren't there, that could be two runs, if not three runs, real quick. Urshela makes the play. We're out of the inning. Tanaka gave him a nice high five and then slap on the A. Uh, so you know it's good. And yeah, I think what what we're finding with Gio Urshela, the special plays are about as special as they come from third base. And there are a couple plays at third base that you'd like to see him handle a little more properly. But this guy also doesn't have a ton of regular, regular big league experience. Maybe that'll come over time. So right now he gets the bronze award. Um, and yeah, saved, saved Tanaka's ass and might have saved the game today. You know, it's kind of upsetting whenever they're like, oh, what did Giorgio start doing differently that he's good now? Like, well, he uses his legs a lot more. And when he swings, he tries to hit himself in the back with his yeah, back. Yeah, follows through. Really follow through. And I'm here like, dude, I never tried any of these things. Oh, dude, let's not today. Not on deadline day. I could have been so good. All I ever Zero tried coaching. to do was hit a fastball down the middle, back up the middle. That's all I ever tried to do. And I was decent at it at times. Never the tried. day I knew I wasn't playing professional baseball, the JV baseball coach tied a belt around my elbows and told me to try to hit. That was the day I just knew I wasn't going to be lined up for the proper avenues. I wasn't phased by my physique. I wasn't phased by my height. I was phased by my coach tying my elbows together with a belt and telling me how to hit. Because guess what? I've never seen the pros do that one. Well, he, they still pass that. They still pass that photo around the 
the high school baseball coaches luncheons. Like it's the idiot of the year award. Yeah. And it's just a photo of you with a belt. I had this kid try this. Yeah. Yeah. So think think for yourselves, kids. Yeah. Otherwise I'll do some weird BDSM batting practice stuff. What's your next award? Dude, my next award's a huge one. My next award goes to the Huggable Outfielders Award. No, no. It just goes to the Huggable Outfielder Award. Huggable Outfield Award. Yeah. Okay. This is a good one. You're not going to be upset by this at all. At all. It goes to Cameron Mabin. Right. And then 10% of it goes to Adam Jones. Bravik Valera. No? Why are you talking about Bravik Valera? Clint gets a part of the award, too. Yep. No, 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 no. Cameron Mabin. Gives Mike out- King. We haven't heard about him in a while. Throw him on the award. It's Adam Jones. First time someone from another yeah. team. Actually, that's probably not true. And Cameron Mabin. Cameron Mabin gets an RBI yeah. today to, book, to, to yep. extend the lead. So that's good. He gives hugs. That's good. And a little right. birdie, a little birdie just told me, Jake, that okay. Cameron Mabin and Adam Jones uh, talk about me on tomorrow's episode of R2C2. So they're best, wow. friend, they're best friends for life, crew. Oh, Jimmy's hallucinating and talking to birds now. I really so. wish I didn't post the gif of Adam Jones missing a fly ball to right field and say this yeah. looks like the kids who get invited to play to do the home run derby, play outfield in the home run derby. Yeah, I wouldn't have tweeted that about Adam Jones if I knew he had just said nice things about me on R2C2. Right. Well, I'm uh, it's okay because I'm actually half mad um, with Cameron Maven's significant other because her and Amber Sabathia and Michael Vick's wife and a couple other people were in Miami on like a party boat and they didn't invite me, which is just like, okay, then what are we even doing here? But they did pass around that picture of you with a belt around your elbows. They did pass around the picture of the belt around my elbows. Check out this kid playing baseball with a belt around his elbows and no pants on. And here's one with the belt around his neck. Um, All right, so your award went to Cameron Maben, Adam Jones, Kyle Higashioka, Bravik Valera, Clint Frazier. Did I miss anyone? You added a lot of other people. This is confusing. It's just just Cameron Maben and Adam Jones. Just thought it was a multiple award festival. Okay, cool. Nice award, dude. Thanks. Nice award, dog. Thanks, jerk. Damn, man. (laughs) Why you got to be like that sometimes? (laughs) We got to end the show. We're losing our minds. I'm going to do the step up award. The whole fucking staff. Good job, Jake. We both gave out multiple awards. So mine goes to Kyle Higashioka, Cameron Maven, Adam Jones. (laughs) Uh, no, Jim, I, uh, I don't know. I just kind of stumbled into this one cause we're losing our minds, but Jim know who we need to step up and can, can be special. And I know he can Glaber fucking Chad green, dude. Oh, we, we talked a lot about this pitching. We're talking about making playoff games, three inning games, Dude, remember when Chad Green was the super weapon that came out to save Seve in game one, uh, the wild card game? Chad Green had the worst start to a season you could possibly have. He's come back 
and he went lights out for a while. He's been a, a little more on the rocks his, his past couple outings. Chad Green, man, we know what Britain's going to be. We know what Chapman's going to be. We know what Canely's going to be. We know what Vino's going to be. We're hopeful what Batances can be. Chad Green, we can go into the playoffs with him as a super weapon, or we could go into like, hey, Chad, we need you to get out of this inning for us, kid. Do your best. And how about Chad Green? You've got all the opportunity in the world here from Brian Cashman not going out and getting someone. Step up. Step off. Step off. Intern Luke's going to Lollapalooza in Chicago, and School of Rock Band is playing. Oh, that's pretty cool. And Tenacious D, two different acts. So I was like, wow. A lot of Jack Black fans are going to be at Lollapalooza. Yeah, how about that? about that? And you're not even there. Not even there. And you've modeled your life after Kyle Gass. Well, I wouldn't say that. I would not say that. I would say you modeled your life after Kyle Gass. And I'd say thank you. Both throwing compliments at each other. Yeah. Yeah. I clearly didn't see Jack Black in Gulliver's Travels if you're not comparing him to me. I didn't see that. Wait, wait. That's the one with Jason Segel becomes a giant or whatever? Yeah. I seen that wasn't good. No, it's a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Oh, my God. That movie was so bad. <laughs> 30 reviews away. Jimmy will shave his beard. Jake's dog has no feet, and that was the end of this episode. Thank you, everyone. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.